Welcome to the Elephant Tales podcast. Hi, I'm Dana Wilson, Director of Marketing and Communications for Wildlife SOS. I'm sitting here with Tom Sharp. Tom is our Director of Conservation and Research, and he's also co-chair of the IUCN Sloth Bear Expert Team. Welcome, Tom. Thanks, Dana. Today, we're going to talk about bear research and the capture and relocation of a wild sloth bear that had come into conflict with villagers. Eventually, this bear was inadvertently killed, but before then, we were able to gather valuable information that will help other bears in the future and lay the groundwork for further study. Tom, can you give us a quick overview of sloth bears? Sure. Um, As most people probably know, sloth bears are one of the key species that wildlife SOS works with. They are one of eight existing species in the world and one of the most unusual in that roughly half their diet consists of ants and termites. Wildlife SOS really started working with this animal because of the dancing bear practice in India that thankfully we were able to help eradicate in 2009. Um, But what this did was this forced us to make sanctuaries where we could take these bears which had been um, inhumanely danced at the end of ropes um, and now we have over 200 bears in our sanctuaries. Can you tell us a little bit more about how this relocation came about? Sure. There was a bear roughly 30 kilometers outside of Banergata National Park near a small village that they claimed was attacking people. Apparently it had attacked someone and they complained to the forest department that they wanted something done. Um, So Wildlife SOS was able to become involved in capturing this bear checking it for its health, and then eventually releasing it back to the wild in Banergata National Park. That's interesting that you bring that up. Um, In the U.S., a bear like that would probably be killed or culled, but in India, that's not a regular thing? No, it isn't a regular thing. Um, Of course, in the U.S., they also try to move bears as well. Now, relocating bears in America, American black bears or grizzly bears, has has had very mixed success. Sometimes it's successful, sometimes not so much. The bears often return to the site where they were first found, or they often get into more trouble wherever they were released. And in this case, this isn't the first time a bear was relocated in India either. However, it's the first time that a bear that was relocated was fitted with a GPS VHF collar so that we could track what the bear was doing and determine whether this was a successful relocation or not. What did she do after she was released? She started roaming over a very large area for a sloth bear, roughly six times the size of what a regular adult female sloth bear would cover. And then over time, that area began to dwindle down until slowly becoming closer to what a bear, which hadn't been relocated, would cover. So what did we learn about bear behavior and ecology through this process? Well, we learned quite a bit. Now, unfortunately, when this bear was killed, it was determined that she had been pregnant. And this, though, did allow us to be able to track her movements in terms of uh, what she was doing in preparation to give birth, the den she had chosen, and the area she had chosen to give birth to and raise her cubs. Uh, And that was very, very useful to us. We've been studying actually denning 
of soft bears in other areas and then this wasn't intended to do that and inadvertently became part of the maternal denning project we were working on so we have to ask because it's the sad part of the story but how was she killed she was killed by a, an explosive device just outside of the national park borders now the park is bordered uh, there was an orchard and sometimes people they put out these little explosive devices to kill wild boar so that they can eat them it certainly they don't intend to kill bears but it is an illegal practice we should state that clearly this is an illegal practice but people do it in this part of the country and she was killed by one of these explosive devices oh that's a shame since she became pregnant um, during that time when she was released in the park what did we learn well, it's interesting. We don't actually know when she was impregnated. And the reason we don't know, she could have been impregnated before we captured her or after we captured her. Um, however, what's probably more important than that is bears have what's called delayed implantation. So the fetus doesn't start to develop right away. Once it starts to develop, it develops to its full size to be ready to be born within two months. Now, this delayed implantation allows bears, if they're overly stressed or they don't have enough nutrition, they will naturally abort the fetus. This bear was moving forward with its pregnancy, suggesting that she was a healthy bear, that she wasn't overstressed, that she had been able to basically acclimate to her new surroundings in very short order, roughly six months. So it sounds like if it, it wasn't for unintended consequences of the poacher, she probably would have had a successful life. Yeah, it does seem so. And uh, we were devastated when this happened. Uh, Dr. Arun, who's the leader of this project, actually did take our concerns right to the forest department. You know, that we, we were having issues with this. We need to do something more about it. It's certainly a conservation issue and one that we are presently still doing a lot more work on. Why do we release bears back into the wild if there's a risk for both human and bear? Well, it is an interesting question. Certainly when you get to animals that are potentially dangerous to humans, there are a lot of people who are against re-releasing them. However, uh, we did release her back to a national park where we she would have plenty of room to roam. This is a, a species which is listed as vulnerable, so it's important to get that DNA back out into the wild. And uh, again, it goes back to our philosophy of wild animals belong in the wild. How will this project inform sloth bear management and the future of sloth bear conservation? What's positive here is it does appear that relocating problem sloth bears does seem to work. Again, this is a case study. This is based on one bear. However, this bear was very successful at acclimating to her new surroundings, which gives us hope makes us optimistic that other bears can be moved. Now, since sloth bears do have, unfortunately, a tendency to attack humans, you know, there are problem bears out there which are going to be moved. This this gives us another management tool. Instead of this bear people calling for it to be killed, it doesn't necessarily have to be. It can be moved and, and live a, a good life in a different location. These bears attack out of a defensive posture, right? They're, they're not eating or preying off of humans like a grizzly bear would. That's exactly right. Um, even with grizzly bears, most attacks are defensive. But with sloth bears, 
literally there we haven't been able to document one case of uh, predatorial attack on humans. It's they're a defensive animal because they've evolved with predators like tigers. This is how they deal with tigers, and because of that, they're pretty uh, you know hardwired to get aggressive very quickly. They're simply trying to deal with a potential threat, and once that threat they've dealt with it, they run off. Unfortunately. Um, they're very powerful, strong animals who can inflict serious damage, even killing people. Where did funding for this project come from, um, and where can we find the research to be studied in detail? The funding for this project actually um, came to us simply through everyday donors to Wildlife SOS. We had, didn't have any specific funding for this project. Um, luckily, it was it was all occurred quite near our Banner Got uh, uh, Bear Rescue Facility. So we have personnel there, and it didn't cost us very much to complete the project. But we thank all our donors, uh, because that's how this study happened. And for anybody who's interested in reading all the details of this project, we actually published an article in the Journal of Threatened Taxa, which is now available on our website, it's Arun et al. 2021 relocation of a sloth bear. And uh, I would encourage anyone who's interested to take a look at the article. Thanks, Tom. Thank you, Dana. Um, anybody who knows the work of Wildlife SOS knows how important it is for us to uh, treat and release wild animals back into the wild. Our sanctuaries for elephants and bears kind of get the glory because people can see them and experience them up close. But we see those sanctuaries as a last resort for the lives of those animals. And so it, we just love to see them get released back in the wild. And that's what we work so hard for. If you would like to visit our Banagata Bear Rescue Center or the National Park right there, it's open to visitors and it's a great place to see. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, David.